0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning I'm speaking to Skulk Lowe, who is a PSG Wealth Fund Manager in Cape Town. The numbers keep on coming. The numbers keep mm. on coming from JSE listed companies, Skulk. We've got uh, really big ones today as well. We've got Discovery, massive. Santam, okay, not massive, but uh, massive in the uh, short-term insurance space. Impala Platinum, huge, and Aspen, also a really really big company. So some big boys coming up with their numbers. Which one really stood out for you, if any?
1: Well, sure. I think I, I think I would have to go with all of the above because, um, and I mean we can run through them very very quickly because yes. it, it was either either you know very good or very bad. You know nothing in between. So so let's start alphabetically. We we will start with, with Aspen. Yes. Um, you know or, although you know, when you look at it. You know quickly i mean again well guided um in, in terms of, of of the trading updates which they've given i I know we chatted about this two weeks ago um aspen Definite miss. So when you look at it, Bloomberg estimates came out uh, with 12 rand 16. They came out with actual headline earnings per share, which was a 15% increase or decrease, but it actually came out at 11 rand 19. So that's a proper proper miss. But I think you know that's where where it becomes interesting. They actually did use this let's call it this this period to to, to seriously. Re- Reduce debt. Remember, this is a conversation yeah. we've often had. That we we worried about Aspen and Aspen's debt levels. so they seriously reduced their the, the debt levels. Debt fell in you know, a half year to to June thirtieth uh, of June to sixteen point three billion compared to thirty five point two billion lost you know, this time around last last year. So, I think that was very good. Market really. Love the fact that they they they're actually you know, managing this company a lot more stricter. Uh, share price up over two you know, percent. I'm going to quickly move on. Yes. Um, you know, next in the let's uh, the alphabet discovery, that's also uh, yeah that was a that was a that was also a miss. Um, not not good. I mean I think in in essence it's solid results. So, so when you look at things like vitality, they actually you know grew you know they generated you know, Quite a, quite a bit more profit than last this time round, and I ping and that did extremely well you know one hundred and twenty six percent up to, to $411 and eleven million so still fairly small but very solid growth and, and the company mentioned in the, that they want to you know invest a little bit more in into the these two entities, but no dividend declared so I think uh, again they extremely worried about um, you know uh, the, the COVID scenario they don 't Feel comfortable as it currently stands, and um, they they still that making some serious provisions, you know, going forward. So no dividend was declared. When They're it comes good.
0: to that, Skalk, what do you what do you say mm. to yourself as an investor, uh, for yourself and for your clients? Do you say, well, that's a prudent move, or do you say, no, that that's wrong. You should pay out to loyal shareholders. What's your attitude towards the withdrawal, or rather, the withholding of a dividend?
1: No, I, I, you know, I, I definitely, I'm I'm a lot more conservative. So, so I, I like the fact that 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 you know, companies sometimes say, well, we, we we're going to withhold our dividend because we don't want to you know send around a hat, you know, in a few months' time, asking for 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 money or doing doing uh, you know rights issues and those kind of thing. So, so I think in in that sense, it's good. Um I'm just looking at this and say, well, your 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 discovery bank is, is is still not really rolled out. I mean, we know the capex that went into that that um, let's call it that side of the business. Then COVID hit, and you know your cash cow, you know your, your your let's call it your medical aid side that that was supposed to, you know, just continue creating these income, you know, should be fine while we're building a a. a a, a strong brand in terms of discovery in you know, a bank. Mm. N- now suddenly, you know the bank is not rolling out, out quick enough. Plus, they they they've got a sort of a uh, you know hit on 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 they on their cash cow. So, uh, I, I do think that personally, I'm I'm not invested in this discovery. You know, we're not invested in discovery, and and I would definitely hold off. You know, I would definitely be hold of you know, investing. You know, anytime soon. I want to see. You know, what happens over the next six months? Are we going to see a fourth wave, um, as 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 you know, some predicted, uh, or predicts? Um, and, and just see, see what the what the what the results look like. You know, let's call it to to um, interim results, uh, December thirty first. Yeah, I think it was a not, 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 not good. Um, in a, not bad, bad results, but definitely not good.
0: Yeah, the dividend story is one that uh, the, uh, certain investors won't like. So they'll be uh, not up in arms, but they'll certainly uh, look, at these, uh, uh, look, look at this company uh, differently. Uh, share price down around, on my delayed screen around about 4% at the moment um, mm. uh, because of that. Impala Platinum also down over mm. 4%. Yeah, it's, they're going off the boil a bit, aren't they, the Platinum stock? The PGM stocks?
1: Yeah, I said two things. And the and first thing, um, I, again, another miss. I mean, the last week, you know, we were boasting and, and, and bragging about South African companies, you know, mostly beating these expectations. Yes. And, um, it's, it's funny, you know, I think we might have jinxed, jinxed some of these companies, you know, okay. in Discovery, Aspen. But I mean, when we look at uh, forecast, the forecast, uh, headline and share. you know, when I look at the forecast was Bloomberg's estimates was 50 rand, 51 rand 96. Um, but it came out at 46. Forty-six rand, thirty-five. So that's a that's a quite a solid miss again, um, and also I think very great. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, this is a this is a dirt, dirt cheap company. I mean, when you look at the final dividend that was declared, we just talked about a company that did not declare dividend. I mean, Impala declared a, a dividend you know, of twelve rand per share. You know, that placed this company on a dividend yield of over, well, currently over ten percent. Gosh, massive, massive dividend yield. Mm. When you look at the PE. And now we're talking about a historic PE. This company is trading at a 4.7 times PE. So this
0: is an extremely cheap company. So why is so, it down 4.5%? That's it.
1: That's it. So now we're looking at the outlook. And you like looking at the outlook. I know love you love the outlook.
0: You, you look at, I can understand the just.
1: <laughs> exactly. And, and and I must say, they actually made it plain and simple. They firstly said, you know, looking at the forecast uh, for, for, for platinum, um, you know, which was you know predominantly a, a demand. They do see, you know, going forward that the next year or next calendar year um, should, you know, the, the platinum market should return to a surplus. So that's the first point. And we've seen it lately. We've seen the, the platinum price really fighting to stay, you know, around or let's call it above the $1,000. Mark, which is not doing, nice. but I mean, it's, it's it's you can see it's a surplus. So, moving on to 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 um, you know uh, rhodium, they they do mention that the rhodium, see, they see a more balanced market. On that side, and they see some some um, uh, you know deficit on the palladium side, very very small, very small deficit. So when you look at that and you and you say, well, you know what, it's there's not a massive massive demand. You know the forecast, even Impala says we're not going to see a massive demand going forward for the next twelve months. Then the market look at this and say, well, you know, they you know we would we would want to see more you know, out of this company. I still think it is you know really cheap. Um when, when you look at their forecast for 2022, so basically the next financial year, they are a lot more you know, optimistic. And they do feel that, um, that that fundamentally, although there will still be a, a deficit, the market will be you – know, there, there will be you know, some demand or, or the demand and, and the
0: growth will be – or the growth and demand will be there. Um, how I'm do invested, they know that, do you um, think, just before we go on because I love commodities? Hmm. Um, do, how do they think they, they can put out that outlook statement? Is it because people are saying – Look, we've done our restocking after COVID, and um, we've uh, now got enough uh, to satisfy us for the next six to 12 months. So we're not going to be placing an order uh, for another 10,000 ounces or whatever it is. I mean, I'm, I'm talking very generally, obviously. Is that what Impala is implying in its outlook statement? they do not getting the forward orders, or are they just, do they just have a macroeconomist who says that, well, I don't think U.S. and Chinese growth is going to be that great in 12 months' time. What is your thought on that?
1: No I think it's, it's both i mean and and, and I, I do think that these these producers do 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 tattoo each other because you know uh, just a case in point i mean in 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 their in their report they actually mentioned they said you know um, in the case of palladium um the the Russian reprise, the supply you know uh, it's, it's, it's been reduced. Um, you know, and that's why we should see a deficit going forward. Uh, so, mm. so, so if you see those type of things, yes, I think there's definitely s- s- some economists involved that there should be. Um, but, but I do think these these producers do to a certain extent. we've seen it in OPEC. You know, how they, how they. No, I don't. I don't want to use the word ma- manipulate because that's not the. Why word, not? Because that's actually, what they do. <laughs> Uh, how they, how they manage, let's use a beautiful word, how they manage, uh, uh, you know, this, is the supply and demand, how manage. they open the tap sometimes when they need or, you know, close the tap when when needed as well. And I think uh, the harder commodities, uh, let's call it the, the precious metals in terms of PGMs, I think it's no difference, but they're different. Anyway, they, uh, <laughs> they, they did mention that they're not as optimistic. I think they were talking about deficits, not sur- surpluses anymore. Um, and I think you know that saw you know some of the let's call it the the growth seekers the the massive massive growth seekers in in the market. Just maybe taking some profit, share price down, also 4% this morning.
0: Okay, let's have a look at the spot prices now because the RAND is, is on a charge again. I mean, when it, gets, when it gets going in any direction, the RAND just keeps on going. And then suddenly mm. it hits a brick wall and it says, right, I've got to go back now, go in the opposite directions. And it's done a couple of those sort of runs recently, once to fifteen forty. Uh, quite recently, and now 1435 against the US dollar. British pound against the Rand is 1979. The euro is bang on 17, about to change its big figure, one would hope. The euro dollar is 118.50, and therein lies a little bit of the Rand uh, investment equation because the dollar is a third of a percent higher, so sorry, weaker, so the Rand is stronger. British pound 137.85 against the US dollar. Last night in the United States, the Dow Jones fell very slightly. The S&P was essentially flat. But the Nasdaq rallied by about a third of a percent. And this morning in the Far East, I've got Tokyo up a third, Shanghai up 0.8 percent, Hang Seng exactly flat, and the all-share in Sydney down 0.4 percent. The gold price holding nice and steady. Uh, consolidating above $1,800, $1,814 an ounce with that weaker U.S. dollar. The platinum price, which we've been talking about, $9.94, down 7. Pla- uh, palladium, 2420 which is down $18 per ounce. The oil price, the big daddy of all the commodities, is just coming up on my screen now. And West Texas, that's essentially flat. Uh, Down six cents per barrel to $68.53, and Brent crude oil is $71.58, which is one cent per barrel uh, weaker. The CRB commodity index is just below 232, just very, very slightly weaker. The Bitcoin price. Is um, f- oh, it's gone up by fifty thousand again. It was forty-seven and a half mm. yesterday. Look at that thing, up six percent, fifty thousand and forty. Good luck with that one. The South African ten-year bond yield is eight point seven seven five. Uh, let's call it eight point seven eight percent, which is unchanged. And the U.S. ten-year Treasury yield is one point two nine seven. Let's call it one thirty, which is uh, yeah, essentially unchanged as well. S and P futures this morning. Uh, 4,526, which is up 0.1%. I think people are waiting, skunk, Um, certainly international traders waiting for tomorrow's non-farm payrolls number. In other words, employment Mm. data from the United States.
1: Yeah, I think today, you know, it, I think we'll have some indication again today with initial jobless claims that's coming out at uh, 2.30 our time this afternoon. Um, yeah, so, so I think the, the, the initial jobless claims and the continued jobless claims, but as you mentioned, yeah, tomorrow is going to be the biggie. I think uh, all eyes are going to be on that.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the whisper number is, as they call it, but I, I, I seem to remember um, 400,000 new jobs added might be, might be the number. But anyway, why should we speculate uh, let's just wait for the number and trade what we see on the screen. If you are a trader, okay. Let's have a look at the top five major moves to the upside and downside on the JSE. Steinoff is there again, at four and a quarter percent. Three round forty-two on my delayed screen. Motus just keeps on going. It's very unusual that this happens. You know, you get the trading statement, then you get the. Uh, results and then it keeps on going three and a half percent higher for Motors, local company aspen up 1.8 percent glencore up 1.6 lighthouse capital up one and a half percent that was an ex-div yesterday and bouncing back a little bit today impala platinum now over five percent weaker discovery now over four percent weaker avi down three and three quarters rmi uh, down two and Three quarters and AB InBev down two point six percent. Any other shares in early dealings that have uh, flashed across your screen, Skulk?
1: Yeah, I think I think the AVI one is an interesting one. I think yesterday we, we sort of brushed over that, but AVI had a massive, massive day yesterday. And I, I sort of brushing sort of, r- r- over to try and find some some information. So I don't know if that was a finger finger fault or a, a just a, a, a massive trade there towards the close. But I mean, uh, uh, as, as I recall, it was over 5% movement for AVI yesterday on the positive side. And today, just 4% down. So I reckon there was mm. some, some movement there. And also Sun International. That's the one that's, 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 um, I mean, one that's been, been popping up recently, um, you know, on, on my screen. Not one that I'm invested it in, smallish and, and definitely environment that's been, been harshly affected by, by, by COVID and lockdowns. But I mean, again, today, you know, up over 4% for, 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 for Sun International. So that's, that's a, that's an interesting one as well. But yeah, I think in general, uh, you know, fairly, fairly, fairly lacklustre. mean, I think we, as you mentioned, I think all eyes are going to be on, on the, on the, on the jobless claims, job numbers and on farm payrolls tomorrow.
0: Exactly. Let's have a look at the indices after 45 minutes of trading, please, Skulk.
1: So as we currently stand, um, JSE is trading at 66,717 points, that is 40 basis points down, resources is pretty much unchanged, um, industrial, industrials is down 0.57% and financials that is down 0.63% for today. Okay, and
0: yeah, yeah, pr- fairly quiet volume, I, w- I would imagine. Uh, yesterday, what was very, yesterday? Very Around brilliant. about sixteen billion yesterday, wasn't it? Was that there? Y- yes. Yeah.
1: It was sixteen billion. I think the previous day was 20, 26, 27 billion yeah. and the day before that was only ten billion. So I mean, I, I think, I think um, it's, it's, it's. Uh, I know it's early, earlier in the, in the morning trade. Anything can happen still, you know, later today, but by the looks of it, it seems like we're going to have more of the same.
0: And and also end of the Northern Hemisphere holiday. So people were probably saying to themselves, "Okay, Thursday, we'll get the jobs number out out the way on Friday. Then we're going to go away and have our last weekend of holidays, our last long weekend. Don't forget the United States more or less reopens on uh, uh, after the Labor Day holiday, which is the first Monday of September, which is, of course, This Monday. Scalp is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth in Cape Town. And that was the opening. Scalp will be back with me for the Wednesday night, five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy position or